0: morning good afternoon good evening and welcome to episode 279 of film bastards um my name is ian loring and as always i am joined by
1: becky foster hello everybody
0: and mark is stuck at work for the time being so uh he will be with us later but we're gonna um we're gonna crack on you know it's uh, we we tend to start quite late in the day these days so um if we don't kind of start when we are supposed to start then basically we we run the risk of me being asleep by the end of it um
1: (laughs) and it's not midnight
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean whereas you two are fucking night owls and you probably go out drinking after like after the bloody show so
1: uh lie that is that is currently the plan yeah
0: jesus christ good on (laughs) you
1: well you know he's, he's a victim of the dumpster fire that is retail at christmas so he's got to have his downtime <laughs>
0: yeah i mean that's god i do feel bad for him i mean like in my job christmas is like one of the quieter periods which is lovely because it's yeah it's a it's a trash fire at the moment how, how is it like it for you
1: uh well it's doing what i do it, it does quite an offer on christmas but it it, it does for the sales team but then I do post sales so I've still got my stuff ticking along Hmm. so my quiet bit tends to be in the new year at this time of year everyone is just baying at the door trying to get into their new houses by Christmas so
0: yeah okay okay fucking hell Oh God! He's
1: still finish at half five. I don't have to work till like nine, ten o'clock at night like Matt does. So
0: yeah, God, he's got Black Friday next week as well, hasn't he? And like shit like that. So fuck it now. He does,
1: but at least, at least he's not working his birthday this year because obviously it moves back like a day a year. does not it? what you know. So Hmm. his first year working where he is, his birthday was on Black Friday.
0: Oh God
1: was working till stupid o'clock at night from stupid o'clock in the morning and then it was the saturday after black friday which they're still open really long hours and he couldn't take the day off so at Mm. least this year it's on the sunday and he can have his birthday off work
0: okay that's good that's good Mm. oh bless him um yeah your man works hard i mean you you do as well but like fucking retail like and managing retail it's a that's not it's horrible yeah, it's not a calling for everyone, is it?
1: It isn't, no, no. Mm. And I think it, it, it's one of those kind of thankless jobs as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, absolutely. I, uh, not fair play. But anyway, uh, Mark will be with us uh, in a bit. So uh, we're, once he's here, we're going to be talking about um, double Doubleheader tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about Steve McQueen's Widows. Uh, well, not Steve McQueen's Widows, uh, Widows directed by Steve McQueen. <laughs> um and uh we're also going to be taking a look um slight kind of surprise addition uh actually this week we're going to be uh taking a look at uh paul schrader's first reformed which uh, yeah literally came up yes yeah it that's going to be it's going to be a conversation that one
1: yeah
0: uh Absolutely. on uh on video on demand in the uk now and uh yeah we'll we'll get into it um Anything caught your eye in the in the world of of film or the general ephemera of of film this week?
1: I think the biggie this week, obviously, is the uh, the sad passing of Stan Lee. Really,
0: isn't it? Mm, mm. Yeah, it's um, it's always one of those ones where I kind of add in the back of my head, "Fuck me, he's going to go at some point," and he like it yeah. just.
1: I have that with I have that with Sam Elliott. I keep looking at it and oh, going, "It's really old." And like before that, it was Harry Dean Stanton, and then yes. it happened. But with Stan Lee, I just think I don't know. It, I'm not I'm not a massive comic book fan. Um, like I, I like them, but I can take them or leave them. Obviously, the the Marvel movies are a massive massive deal. Uh, but I don't know. Stan Lee always just seemed like a really nice guy, and you know, yeah, he was 95, but it's still. We got out of the cinema we'd been to see widows and we get like notifications guardian notifications both of us on our phone i got my phone out and i was like <gasps> and you might was like what what i was like oh my god Stan Lee's died and as much as you kind of expect it a little bit it's still it's still a bit of a shock to the system when it happens isn't it yeah
0: yeah no totally and, and it's just the fact that it kind of seemed like like there was some like people close to him trying to fuck him over and there was a whole thing about him being locked out of his own Twitter account and like things like that that were kind of milling around and it... it yeah, kind of, it, that's it, what I
1: said... Sorry, go on.
0: No, 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 go. go. I
1: was going to say, that's what I said to Mark, is like, you kind of expect it to happen but given the last, like, what, six months to a year where all this stuff's been swirling around about what's going on in the background in his life, he, he, you just kind of feel like he didn't deserve that to be what happened directly prior to him going.
0: No, quite, quite. Um, and it, I don't know, especially considering how loved he was by people as well, that it, mm. there, there was some sadness there. But shit, man, at least he didn't fuck any 12-year-olds or anything like that. You know, I mean, like, his his legacy is, like... Is sound. <laughs> it is, is all right. I mean, I know there was some kind of scuttlebutt about him misrepresenting how much like influence he had on certain characters and like kind of like trying to drown out art- other artists and stuff but it doesn't really feel like that stuff ever particularly caught fire overall no and, you know i mean i i I don't know i think it's just human nature to do shady stuff every now and then but it, 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 it it's how shady you know, okay. that shady stuff is
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't get to that age and have never done anything ever wrong, ever. Mm. But I think overall, he seems like one of the good guys.
0: Yeah, straight sure, up. Uh, yeah, it, um, uh, it'll be missed. Fair play. Um, Absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, I don't know. There hasn't been much else, I don't think. Um, I know we were talking about a few months back about trying to play Fallout 76 when that came out. But it looks like that thing's a dumpster fire. Um, yeah,
1: well, yeah. I've, I've I've seen people saying that it's not great, but it's really addictive.
0: Hmm. I don't know. It I just I
1: can cope with that having to slog through something that I'm not really enjoying just because I feel I have to complete it. I am a bit like that with computer games. If I start them, I have to finish them regardless. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the completionist in me. I have to see how it pans out.
0: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I was. I, I've been watching some YouTube stuff of it, and it just looks quite really? buggy. And oh, the, really? The world looks, yeah, oh yeah, no, and the world looks unappealing. I mean, like the just the fact that it's it's based on the Fallout Four engi- engine, and that thing didn't look amazing. And that was two, three years ago. Now, I right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, shit, man. We've just Lottie and I have just been playing bloody Pokemon Go and Super Mario Party for the last week. That's been our life, so... She fucking Pokemon loves it. Pokemon Go? Like, the, on the app, the app on your phone. Yeah. Oh,
1: really? Is she into it? Oh,
0: she fucking loves it, man. Pikachu is, like, her god at the moment. Um, <laughs> which...
1: Well, we'll get into that when we go into trailers, I guess, won't
0: we? Yeah. I, I don't know. That felt like a segue, that. It did a bit. All <laughs> it
1: right. was good. It
0: was slow. It wasn't planned in the slightest. Um, So, right, Detective Pikachu. Um, No, (laughs) like, so we knew that Ryan Reynolds was voicing Pikachu, despite a fan campaign to have Danny DeVito voice him. Um, Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, (laughs) And here it is. And it's this really glossy-looking thing where the pokemon are made flesh and they're furry and it's really weird even though yeah they probably are furry um and there's Ryan Reynolds um yeah it looks really fun
1: it actually really does yeah i think the one that they that everyone's really upset about being furry is is it jigglypuff that one looks like it's a like a Morphous Blob type thing in the cartoons and it's furry in the trailer. Yeah. And that's the one everyone's...
2: Up-
0: yeah.
1: De- yeah, it's, a, it's an odd trailer.
0: The thing is, how could Detective Pikachu not be an odd trailer?
1: Well, this is true. This is true. I'm I don't know how comfortable I am with him talking.
0: Well, I don't know. It's going to depend on how, why it is that that guy can understand him and no one else be, can. Because, like, in, in the games and the TV show and stuff, he literally just goes like, Pika Pika. And so yeah. you, you you do have that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I try. Um, uh, what I think in the
1: cartoon, though, couldn't Ash understand him?
0: That literally, he no just says Pika Pika. So it's like Chewbacca. Yeah,
1: but- yeah. yeah. But like in the same way, Ham could understand Chewbacca. Mm. I think Ash could understand Pikachu. Maybe it's just this is giving us the insight into the conversation. Maybe it's because he was supposed to be a trainer or some bullshit. That it does mention that he wanted to be a trainer when he was younger, doesn't it?
0: There is going to be that. It is going to be some sort of like he is the one kind of yeah. deal, probably. Yeah. Um, even though I know in in the game, I if I remember correctly, I think he comes from like he comes from like an alternate reality or some shit um he's like an alternate uh, reality Pikachu um and he's got right. like a, he's got like a Sherlock Holmes like style cap on in the game and he talks like Danny DeVito um <laughs> i think i think Okay. Like, i i think i might need to like drunkenly play detective Pikachu
1: what is that
0: on what oh no it's on the 3DS we don't have a 3DS oh Dana.
1: no
0: Damn it, damn it.
1: Damn.
0: Um, but yeah, it's um, it's directed by Rob Letterman, who did the first Goosebumps film, which is a good sign, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: I'll definitely be going to see it because it it just looks <laughs> it just looks really good fun, and it's I mean it's Ryan Reynolds, and he's a funny guy, and the the dialogue in it looks fun. I might have to borrow a child for the day so I don't look like a weirdo and go
0: see it. I, I think there's going to be a lot of adults going to see it, like couples and stuff going to see it. Because I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's like Pokemon. It's, um, I mean, that shit's like 20, 25 years old now as well. So you've got an awful yeah. lot of people who like have kind of grown up on it. And I mean, it is it is legitimately huge um, still. um. I mean, shit, man. You can buy Pokemon toys in Tesco and there's not many 20, 25-year-old franchises that you can say that for just being able to buy the toys in supermarkets still. But there, there you go. And I I think that's going to be huge. And I... Yeah. I'm not adverse to a Pokemon cinematic universe. I'm going to put it out there.
1: <laughs> that Mr. Mime thing is scary as fuck, though.
0: Oh, try catching him in fucking Pokemon Go. He's a cunt. <laughs> we've got him we've got him but he's a bastard oh yeah yeah no we got him but it's like he keeps on like miming around all over the place so you can't catch him
1: (laughs) oh dear well i was gonna say though it's it's mental into the a phone app essentially has breathed new life into i mean essentially pokemon was was dead and gone until Mm. that came out
0: yeah no it's fair even though I will say there's like six different Pokemon animated series you can watch on Netflix. Like,
1: oh yeah, but it, it was still around, but it wasn't like a thing, really, was it?
0: Mm, not, it? Not,
1: I mean, God, not to the extent that it is now.
0: Oh, oh, Lord, no. I mean, like, no, I agree. I mean, Pokemon goes like giving it a, a big lease of life, and there's literally the first Switch Pokemon, like, for, uh, primarily for Switch Pokemon game comes out tomorrow. Um, right, which we've got Lottie for Christmas and literally Christmas Day. All she's going to want to do is play on that. It's like it, <laughs> it comes with a poker ball thing. That's a controller. That's pretty good. And like yeah, like literally, it's like you you strap it around your wrist and then you like pretend to throw it like at the screen to catch the poker. Well, she's going to freak out. It's going to be amazing. Um, that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah so i mean like it it does seem, it seem like it's kind of coming back around and you know it, i don't know it's it's a f- fun universe of just people and these little fucking things milling around and having fights and they're being i don't know it it, it why not why not Yeah it's
1: it's, quite, it's 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 a it's a fairly gentle essentially it, you're fighting these things against each other but it still feels like a fairly gentle kind of thing
0: for kids to be into yeah i mean like that's the thing i mean like watching the fucking shows like we've been watching over over the last little while it it, like it's all they have these fights but like the bad guys aren't 100 percent bad and there are like worse guys in it um than team rocket or the ostensible bad guys and oh, when team rocket yeah oh yeah <laughs> um and when they um Like when they hurt each other, they do actually care, and they like they go to they take them to hospital and make sure they're all right and all that kind of stuff. So, yet like you say, it is quite gentle, even though a lot of it is them straight up fucking having fights with each other. Um, (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird, but yeah, man, she loves it. She fucking runs around the fucking living room going like lightning attack. I'm Pikachu, lightning attack, and shit like that. So. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, well,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be watched.
0: Um, I
1: think we'll probably review it. To be fair, Fuck, have yeah. you seen the trailer for Ugly Dolls that comes out the same week as Detective Pikachu? For what? Sorry. Ugly dolls.
0: Oh God, no! What's that?
1: Well, apparently there's this whole thing, and it seems to be based around like a toy range, and then they've made a film, and they're just like. Ugly dolls, basically. Like, ugly characters, but they don't kind of... In the film, they don't realise they're ugly because they've never seen anything else other than each other. And then they go to, like... um They go to... Um, the Town of Perfection, a place where everyone is perfect. And then they kind of realise that they're different.
0: Hmm, okay.
1: Hmm. <laughs> The, the synopsis reads, Moxie and her ugly dolls friends confront what it means to be different, struggle with their desire to be loved, and ultimately discover that you don't have to be perfect to be amazing, because you truly are. Who you are is what matters most. That's it, really? I don't think that's going to put up much of a fight against Detective Pikachu, do you?
0: No, no, no. I think they should probably move off that date as soon as humanly possible, <laughs> yeah. by the sounds of it. Ugly mm. dolls
1: ugly dolls give it a watch though it looks I mean it looks it looks fun enough it's just it's a bad week for it to be coming out mm. Mm.
0: I do know yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have to go see it
1: <laughs> yeah probably or maybe just don't tell her it's out
0: i should see a trailer in the cinema it'll happen no
1: true, true.
0: it'll happen <laughs> um okay what else have we got
1: I'm assuming you've watched the Toy Story 4 teaser trailer.
0: Yeah. Um Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head's arms are too long.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Those are my only thoughts.
1: Is that I mean you're you're quite a big Pixar fan, aren't you?
0: A fucking how, Toy Story 3 is the shit.
1: But how how hungry are you for a Toy Story 4?
0: Not in the slightest.
1: It just seems like a big gap.
0: I mean, to be fair, the gap between two and three was, I think, eleven years. I think it was ninety nine to twenty ten. Um, so, yeah, but, true. But I do get your point, and it does just feel like they've just got to spit out a. a they've just got to spit spit out a sequel. Um, whereas with Incredibles 2 you had Brad Bird coming back and it was like he actually wanted to tell a story and that it kind of felt like a story that was worth telling it's going to be Mm. interesting to see what this one is because what is it like it's a toy that's not really a toy joins them it's like what like the kid just likes playing with a plastic fork
1: (laughs) yeah I I don't I I just I feel like three as much as I'm not a big fan of the Toy Story movies like the first one's great but then it just got a bit samey but it it wrapped it up quite well like it perfect end. and yeah Forky a handmade toy made from a spork huh
0: so it's the fact that he's handmade then right okay so he's like I don't belong here and it's because he's handmade
1: I don't know. It says he has an existential crisis wanting to be a spork and not a toy. So they try and help him understand how to be a toy.
0: But does he try and help them understand how to be a spork?
1: I I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of back and forth. I don't know.
0: I (laughs) hope so. That's a fucking
1: weird plot
0: synopsis. Yeah. I don't know, Well, s- I mean, shit man, never, I I, 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 th- I, think we should say like never discount Pixar, uh, mm. but I will say, I, I, Toy Story 3 is a perfect ending, and I'm really, really worried that they're going to do some legacy tarnishing here.
1: Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, just watching the trailer though, the... I mean, I know it's only a teaser, but the it, it really does show off what they do well, which is like the the backgroundy stuff. The Pixar always nail that; it always looks really fantastic. But it's it's the characters themselves that I always have issues with.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, just, I, I mean. It was interesting. Like Buzz Lightyear had some good development in the first one, but then he's basically just a sidekick in the second and third ones. Um, and Woody, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, like his character does go through some growth, but at the end of the day, I don't know. I, yeah, there's there's not really that much to him. I mean, there's not that much to to any of them. I mean, it, the first one was essentially an extended tech demo um yeah and uh, wh- whereas by the time you get to the third one it's this fucking brutal frank quite dark look at finding yourself at the end of your useful life
1: um, you still have a bit where they're going in the chipper
0: oh in the fucking in the in the incinerator
1: Is it an incinerator? Oh, God,
0: and they're all fucking holding hands. And, like, Woody and Buzz properly look at each other like, yeah, this is the end. You know, (laughs) it's fucking, that's... It's quite deadly, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, that that film, like, that, that it does that. Like, literally, it is toys acknowledging that they are going to die. Yeah. Yeah, and and, I mean, it holds. It always holds for a beat longer than I think it's going to every time I watch that fucking film. Uh,
1: (laughs) Maybe this time they'll really fall in.
0: Oh my god, could you imagine?
1: (laughs) Or if someone just made like a a renegade fan cut or something, well, Uh, anti fan cut, and distributed it.
0: Oh, that'd That'd be be funny. That'd be amazing. Maybe that could be our oh, fucking isn't it? Topher Grace who does like re- weird re edits <laughs> of films.
3: Yeah, I'd love to see that.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. Like, he, sorry,
1: you are. I was just going to say, I'd love to watch it with someone who didn't know that it was like a different cut, and then just watch them. And they'd be there, like all complacent. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not actually going to go in the incinerator, and then they do, and just see what happens. I think that'd be fun.
0: Oh, that'd be incredible.
1: <laughs>
0: Very good. Uh, I know there was a new Alita Battle Angel one which I haven't seen
1: Um, either
0: her eyes are too big and I know it's the point but it's fucking weird and it's not working
1: it's a touch uncanny valley and it's like it's it's too close but not close enough to Hmm. looking like a real person yeah Um, have you watched the Everybody knows trailer, the Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem one.
0: No, no, I haven't actually. How is that?
1: That looks actually quite intriguing. It looks really good. I've I've been I've, I've read a few things about it recently because they've mostly mostly him, but they've been doing interviews and stuff, haven't they, about it? Because obviously everyone's mind's blown by the fact that they're working together and they're actually married. Um, and yeah, it, it sounds like it sounds like it's. Going to be quite an interesting film. It's like she she moves back to her hometown with her kids or something, and then it looks like the daughter gets kidnapped, um, and then like things from her past start coming to light. Um, so it looks kind of thrillery.
0: Okay, all right. I, yeah. Did that? I think that opened can, if I remember correctly. Ah, uh, let
1: me have a look. Blah blah production release or I think it did. Not giving me any information. Oh yeah, film opened the 2018 Cannes Film Festival in competition. Yeah, it's been op- It's been out in Spain since like September.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Spanish psychological thriller. I can get down with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those. Those are three words I don't mind being together.
1: Yeah. You know, being helmed by two people that are all right to to spend some time with on screen i I like both of them to be perfectly honest with you so yeah i'll give it a go yeah not sure when it's actually
0: what a new year
1: yeah probably yeah it looks it looks good does that one give it a watch um cool the new dumbo trailer dropped today as well didn't
0: it yeah yeah um it's going to be interesting to see if that thing is as fucking heartbreaking as it kind of seems like it could be.
1: Do you know what kind of ruins it for me, though? Hmm? The kids being in it, like, why Why put more people in it? the the The, the other sort of live-action Disney stuff they've done, they've not inserted extra people just for the sake of it to make it easier being live-action. You know, Jungle Book, they managed perfectly fine with it being mainly animals. And the animals actually look like animals in that as well, whereas they, they don't in this. Like, theres it, they look weird.
0: Um, I didn't notice that, you know. The but animals that that look weird, el- you think?
1: Yeah, that, that baby elephant doesn't look like a real, like, elephant. Its eyes are, like, way too big and like in the in the original dumbo it's not it's not like some kids that give him a feather it's the crows i mean i can understand them possibly wanting to alter the <laughs> the outlook of the crows and the, the way that they um operate but you know I, I don't quite understand why they've they've put so many extra people in it and focus so much on the people
0: well i mean like in the end of the day the first dumbo is like only just over an hour long isn't it um and I suppose you've 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 gotta add some stuff. Um but I don't know, I'll watch Colin Farrell as like some sort of elephant keeper who realises that he loves his kids. Um, well,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That, I,
0: mean, that, I that, it looks like, sorry it looks
1: go. interesting. I just it just confuses me why they've changed that that element of it.
0: I don't know. We'll have to see. It, it 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 kind of it kind of feels like uh Do we really need this? I mean, fuck me, man. I mean, like next year, live action Dumbo, live action Aladdin, and isn't it live action Lion King next year as well?
1: I think so. I don't know whether it's whether it'll be released next year. I don't think have they even started on it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Because, it, it, God, that's an awful lot in one year. Oh,
1: yeah. July 19.
0: So, yeah. it's like Dumbo's like the end of March, and then Aladdin, I think, is May or June, and then Lion King's July. Like, that's fucking nuts.
1: They're playing their hand out too quick, aren't they? They should have, like, staggered them and let things bed in a little bit like you don't if you if you're releasing like a series of films you don't release them all like a few months apart do you and it's the it does feel like a series of live action well it it is it's a series of live action remakes so why not why not let them have their own little bit of time before the next one comes out
0: yeah i've got i've got a i've got a fucking look i've got to look at the fucking release dates here hang about um
1: Yeah, May for May, May nineteen for Aladdin. Did you say March for Dumbo? Yeah,
0: twenty ninth of March is Dumbo.
1: Then May, then July.
0: Huh. So you got Toy Story four in June. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. Yeah, Lion King, Lion King in July. That's uh, too much. Is that in it? Fucking hell, man! And then the week after Lion King, it's bloody Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Hobbs and Shaw. Fucking
1: busy slate.
0: God damn it! Like, right, I'm having a look here now. Just next summer, I want to go through this. All right, so Dumbo like March, Avengers twenty sixth of April. Detective Pikachu, 10th of May. John Wick, Chapter 3, 17th of May. Aladdin, 24th of May. Uh, and Rocket Man, same day. Godzilla King of Monsters, the 31st of May. X-Men Dark Phoenix, the 7th of June. Men in Black, the 14th of June. Toy Story 4, the 21st of June. Um... <laughs> Then the then you get like a week off of the big ones. Then it's Spider Man and the Annabelle film that's got um, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga in it. Twelfth yeah. Ju- the twelfth of July is a break. Nineteenth of July, Lion King, and then week after that, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Hobbs and Shaw. Week after that, the New Mutants. Um, fucking like that's that's an insane summer. That's. Hmm. It... That's really, really intense. Um, and just... Disney, like... I mean, I know everybody jokes about them fucking owning everything, but they fucking own everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll be looking to make some big money next year, though, with all those releases and Disney Plus launching.
0: Oh, straight up. And what's the fucking... So, and it's Avengers, Spider-Man... Oh, that's right, it's Captain Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, so th- those are the three. Yeah, because you've got Captain Marvel, the eighth for fucking March. Um, my. I'm
1: quietly working my way up to being quite excited about that, to
0: be honest. Well, Captain Marvel, yeah, yeah, why yeah. not, eh?
1: Yeah. I wasn't feeling it at first, but it's got me, I think.
0: Mm. <laughs> like, I just, I don't think... Sorry, go on.
1: I was just going to say, busy summer for Disney.
0: Mm. They don't have they don't have much earlier in the year. To be fair, like Captain Marvel seems to be their big thing. Um, yeah, that that is that is crazy. Fair play, fair play. Um, okay, so Mark suggested we do some what we've been watching, didn't
1: he? He did. We haven't actually watched a whole. Hell of a lot for some reason, but I can I can we can go through the couple that we've watched.
0: Yeah, do. They it.
1: Are both, so, um, so we watched one of mine and Mark's like favorite go-to movies that we just we watch it probably about four times a year for some reason. It's just one of those, um, Kiss the Girls, um, with <laughs> Ashley Judd, okay, yeah, <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. We like a psychological thriller and, you know, even though we know how it pans out, we, we can still just watch it. it it's, um, it's, obviously it's, it's one of the Alex Cross movies um, with Morgan Freeman as Alex Ross, uh, Cross, sorry, and his niece is, um, well, reported missing and he goes to where she is and there's a sort of serial kidnapper slash killer on the on on the go at the time um but he doesn't seem to kill them in order and he's not like they've not all been found so they don't quite understand what his motivation is turns out his motivation is he only kills them if they misbehave and try and escape but then he he kidnaps the wrong girl in ashley Judd um and she basically kicks his ass and escapes and then tries to help them solve it and um and find the other girls but yeah it's It's a real kind of comfort film for us, I think. It's just one of those that we can always sit and enjoy. Like, some films you have to be in the right mood for. This isn't one of those. (laughs) It's just whenever.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Um, You've you've seen it, haven't you?
0: No, I don't think I have, to be fair.
1: If you don't honestly give it a watch, we always include it in our juddathons that we do. Okay. Which we do quite regularly. But Yeah. yeah, it is a really even if you're not doing a um, an Ashley Judd retrospective.
0: Okay, very good, very good.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So we watched that, and then the only other one that we've watched really is the General's Daughter,
0: the fucking um, Travolta film.
1: The Travolta film, nice. Yeah. Another one that, for some reason, even though it's ostensibly not a great film, we we both really like, and we've we've watched it quite a few times, like. More than is a reasonable amount, um, but yeah, basically, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. John Travolta plays like a um, like a criminal investigator, that, but that works for the army. So he's he's quite conflicted between his like police hat and his army hat kind of personas. Um, and then a girl is found dead on an army base, and he's given a certain period of time to um to find out who did it before the the FBI will get called in and then it'll be taken out of the army's hands and they want to avoid a scandal but it turns out that she's fairly scandalous herself and there's more to the death than just her being raped and murdered um I won't I won't give too much away because it's it kind of gets quite spoilery quite early on but it's um Again, it's. Uh, I think we've just been in a kind of crime thrillery kind of mood um, with regards to the films, and it's uh, it, it definitely ticks that box. Um, so yes, I really enjoyed that as well. It's that's a a solid recommend if you can put up with John Travolta's really bad accent at the start and really weird face all the way throughout. <laughs> he, he has got. A, it's a strange looking guy, isn't he?
0: He's 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 had some work done, and some of that mm. work he should have probably put in a complaint for.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's um, but yeah. Do you know what? It, it's one of those things with follow. He's it, it, either really good and watchable, or really really awful. And this is this is one of the watchable ones. It's quite a, apart from like I said, the t- terrible accent. At the start which changes about five times because he's supposed to be putting on an accent like a southern accent but the type that like this it changes about five times before he just goes back to travolta voice that's a bit distracting but apart from that he's quite likable and watchable in it Mm. so that's always kind of i don't i don't actually i don't dislike travolta but i just just dislike a lot of his performances He's, he's really hit or miss
0: Yeah, I mean that. I don't know. It it, it does kind of just seem like if he's into it, then he's a good time. But if he's not into it, then you can really, really fucking tell.
1: Mm. Mm. I have to admit, though, I'm really, really curious about that Gotti film. Like, I want to watch it just to, just, just to know, just to know if it's as bad as everyone's saying it is.
0: I just, I can't pay for it. No, like, like it, it's. I, I will watch that film happily, but it's got to be on a Netflix or on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't drop good money on it, would you? No. God. No. Um, but it'll it'll land on something eventually, and then we'll all have a good laugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. I, I. I think it'll be sooner rather than later that one as well.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought they'd have they will hold out for many DVD sales or Blu-ray sales, will they? No,
0: no, you'd you, you, you you'd like to think they'd be sensible enough to know that's probably not the not the way.
1: Not the uh or, yeah arena for it. Hmm. Um finally got Mark watching Haunting the Hill House. I know it's T V, but that's that's um taken up a little bit of our evenings. We watched the first couple of episodes of that. And... Uh,
0: did he actually watch him?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Me and Isabella been watching a lot of Buffy. Nice. And that's been about it really.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah.
1: Not very not not a very good haul. Apologies, guys. <laughs>
0: um I'll I'll make up for it. Go on, unfortunately. Then. Um I'll try and get through these as quickly as I can, but yeah, I've 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 been on a bit of a tear actually. Um so I've, I forgot to talk about last week about a couple of things. Um so uh Den of Thieves um which is on Netflix in the UK now and it's basically heat but with Gerard Butler as Al Pacino Okay um okay. so and like set in the world of like LA kind of like gang bangers and all that kind of stuff um yeah it's very long it's well over 2 hours Um, but it's interesting. It's like the second half of the film is basically just like a heist, and then, yeah, yeah, and, and then just like Butler and company chasing down those who did it. Um, and I quite enjoyed that aspect. Um, it's I don't know it's very very boilerplate stuff but I think for a Saturday night watch as I as I watched it it was um it 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 was a pretty it was a pretty okay time um you know it it's not like disagreeably free out of 5 you know I I think I said it, I, I think I gave it like a 3.5 I think it, yeah I did it's got it's got enough in there of kind of like just fun value to make it worth a watch uh, so, yeah, Den of Thieves, I, I I somewhat recommend it if you're so inclined, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, is, is Gerard Butler the, the cop?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then is 50 Cent, like, the it's, main baddie?
0: No, um, I can't remember the name of the actor who plays the main bad guy, but 50 Cent's like his right-hand man.
1: Okay, okay. Um,
0: but, like... um. uh O'Shea Jackson Jr. is this uh is like the driver for the bad guys um and you yeah. follow you follow him a bit as well and there's some stuff going on with his character that's quite interesting. Um and I believe there's gonna be a sequel. And All right. I'm I'm actually up for that. Given how this film ends, I'm actually I'm up for another one.
1: Fair enough, we'll have to give it a watch.
0: Yeah, no, I I think you guys would get a kick out of it. Uh, so um, I also rewatched the fog uh, in in 4K on Apple TV. Um,
1: we started rewatching that actually, but we um, we had to call it a night. It was too late.
0: <laughs> oh, oh f- we
1: didn't want to do our usual thing of just falling asleep during it.
0: Fair, yeah. Um, oh, who's that now? Um, I'm just gonna grab. I'm just gonna grab a drink while uh, Mark gets settled. If that's all right, actually. There's some breaking news. Ooh, what? Apple has agreed a deal with A24 to produce movies and TVs and stuff, TV shows for its streaming service. That's gonna fucking piss off a lot of. People, I
3: think. <laughs> yeah, so it literally, so so Apple is launching a streaming service. Well, they haven't like
0: formally announced that they are, but it's like A twenty, they've been to deal with A twenty four to produce original content for them, which is probably gonna be included as part of a streaming service. Wow,
3: well, the, the thing is, that there's going to end up being nobody. It's going to be. Netflix to up just doing Netflix mm-hmm. stuff, which oh, oh, they can't charge a tenner a month. Well, anyway, we're going to discuss this, aren't we? All of us <laughs> in a long-form discussion piece.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: Um, so we won't get into it now, but we are we are planning on this, guys. We're going to discuss it in a, a long-form, proper show, just dedicated to it that we're actually going to do like proper, actual fucking research and shit like that.
2: Fucking research? I am, yeah.
3: I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop like, a schedule and a plan and everything I'm, like I'm that. I'm
0: glad that someone is. Yeah, mate, I'm going to
3: do it. Like minutes? Yeah. No, not minutes, no. no but like a full fucking, this is, this is scheduled, this is what we're going to cover and the points, what is it, action points and shit like that. I've got oh, all wait. in my head. Will
1: there be a flow chart?
3: There, there, there may, might be, who knows? Might be an infographic. Do you need oh. me
1: to bring some highlights?
3: Uh yeah. 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 Alright, well let's yeah. uh
0: let's 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 let let's move on then. <laughs>
1: um
0: So the Fog Yeah, the FOG. So I watched I watched it in 4K and um yeah it, it it yeah, looked really nice um for the most part. Um and it's great. The fog's really good. Um <laughs> It's another film of the Tom Atkins is a sex machine uh, period. Right.
3: Yeah, right. So <laughs> I, I've noticed this that he seems to play a lot of Lotharios in things. Right. So I had a quick look on his because um, I wanted to have a look to see if there was a point where where we've just caught it late and like if in like the sixties you looked at it and went, "Holy shit, he was a good looking guy." He's pretty much looked the same his entire life, right? <laughs> but I promise you, I'm going to show it to Becky She can. what is it. I've just got a Tom Adkins um, IMDb page. What is the first word, Becky, in his bio?
1: Handsome.
3: Handsome. <laughs> the rugged, versatile and charismatic character actor Tom Atkins. And he is. He's he
1: not is.
3: That, he's not an ugly guy. He is, that's it. But he's—he's he's not the level of—he's—he's he's, he's not picks up Jamie Lee Curtis, no hitchhiker, and then next scene is smoking in bed next to her, handsome. Possibly not. No.
1: Well, you know, maybe she's just got really low standards.
3: Well, fair enough.
0: Yeah, I'd. I'd yeah, it's—it's it's weird. But no, I—I I enjoy the fog greatly. Um, don't have much to say about it, to be honest. But yeah.
3: Uh, well, so we re The Fog, but you fell asleep, didn't you? I
1: thought we'd stopped it, but
3: yeah. No, we actually, you, I actually watched it all, <laughs> you just fell asleep. Um, but The Fog is one of those films it for you, is, isn't it? Yeah. You, you can't watch... It's like when I couldn't watch Born Identity for years, because no matter when I started watching it, whether it was 11 at mm-hmm. o'clock at night or 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I fell asleep 10 minutes into it.
1: We went through that period of Twin Peaks as well, where we couldn't get much more than like two minutes past the theme tune. Yeah, before we, we fell asleep. asleep.
3: Yeah, well, It's
1: a really good theme tune. So we watched
3: The, the, the Fog... Uh, and the same, I don't have much to say about it other than the fact that I actually really do really like the film. But I also like the fact that although it's only like 90 minutes long, it feels like a two-hour movie in a good way.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: It's got... It's a very slow-paced movie. It's not trying to rush itself through. And it it very much feels like a carpenter movie mm. in that sense. Yeah, it does, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, the the fog is well worth a watch. Now, um I also had a couple of kind of thematic double bills. Um so Orson Wells uh time, um his unreleased film The Other Side of the Wind, which uh came out on Netflix and the accompanying documentary uh They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Um I are you guys going to watch these at some point? Do you think?
3: At some point, but happy to spoil them. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil them. It's
0: just yeah, I was kind of thinking of like maybe I'm going to more in depth talk about them. But um, it's... should we watch them
1: this week? We can do it. I, next
0: I, week, I think you should watch watch both of them. Watch watch the watch the other side of the wind first, then watch they'll love me when I'm dead. Are
1: these both on Netflix? Yes, yeah, both
0: on Netflix. Yep. Yeah you, you won't, have right. a, it won't have a problem at all. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll I'll skip those then. So, um, I had a Grinch double bill. <laughs> so, uh, what? we watched um how the Gr- uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, directed by Ron Howard, uh, which is a fucking nightmare. Um, we saw cinema, didn't we? What the Jim Carrey one? Yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, well, I
1: did see that. Nice. I mean, Australia. No,
3: your decision is your idea. Nah, I don't think it was. Fucking it was. <laughs>
0: it, it, it's just there's a, a fairly large subplot about a plot about Christine Baranski wanting to fuck the Grinch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah,
0: like it's it's staggering. Like it's really weird. Um, and I don't know. There's just this. Odd spirit
3: to it, and the the it it it, it almost feels like it should be a (laughs) fifteen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it, like it, but it's it's like Ron Howard trying to be subversive, but it's Ron Howard. Yeah. Um. It's like when he did Inferno, and 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 it's like when he did Inferno, and he's trying to be edgy, and. Ron Howard's version of Edgy is Inferno. I
3: like Inferno.
0: I know you do. Um, And I I mean, I don't hate Ron Howard. I mean, fuck, man. Rush is fucking amazing. Um, I I love that film. Um, And, yeah, I just... What the fuck was going on, on 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 with that film? It's Jim Carrey just doing whatever the fuck Jim Carrey wants to do, and then Christine Baranski wanting to fuck him, and Cindy Lou who being ignored by her dad for most of the film, and yeah, I I uh, I don't know, but it's a real oddity that film. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I will that. say, I don't think it's as good as the new one. But I think it is more memorable just because of how fucking weird it is. The problem with the new one, which is co-directed by Snowball from Clerks...
3: Yeah, it's got more, yeah.
0: Um, ...is... which is just bizarre. Like, I mean, good on uh, him. Uh, good...
3: Early investor in the fleshlight, I believe.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah,
3: he is, Yeah. <laughs>
0: And now he's co-directing the Grinch. I mean, yeah. fair, fair play to him. You know, good, you good for you, Scott Mosier. Um, and the, but it is pretty forgettable. It's fine. It's fine. Benedict Cumberbatch is all right. Is it, he the Grinch? Yeah, he's the Grinch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Lottie enjoyed it. She enjoyed it more than the the, the how the Grinch say, stole Christmas. I'll tell you that for free. Um, even though she did say, "Daddy," after that one, "Daddy is the new one shorter," and it was, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. So, um, yeah, she was and she was fine <laughs> with it all the way through. Um, but yeah, I um, there's nothing really to it. I can't even remember it to be honest. <laughs> Like, that's we, not
3: not yeah, the most ringing endorsement. I, so. I, I can't remember a film that's got a story I already know and I only watched <laughs> recently.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's it. I mean, it, but it is. It, to be fair, it is very different. Like Cindy Lou Who in this one is plotting to trap Santa Claus um, because she wants him to help her mum. And so you've got these dueling plots of the Grinch basically trying to steal Christmas and her trying to steal Santa Claus. So, th- you know, th- there is the, the, the plot is different, even though like the main beats are the same. Um, but it doesn't have Benedict Cumberbatch, like wanting to fuck Cindy Lou, who's mum or anything like that. So I'm a bit more comfortable with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, weird times. Um, a couple more. Uh Proud Mary, the Taraji P. Henson um Blaxploitation aping film. Um which kind of died a death in cinemas earlier this year. Kinda not surprised. It's not terrible, but there's there's really only two action scenes in the entire film, and the plot is very, very derivative. Wastes uh, Wastes quite a good cast. Um I mean Danny Glover's like a crime boss then and, and you you how's that not memorable and yet and yet it's not uh but it's like 89 minutes long so it's the perfect length for it to be aggressively average and get away with it um uh Suspiria the Argento I'll probably talk more about that next week to be honest um and they shall not grow old. The Peter Jackson World War Two documentary, which is uh, no World War One, sorry, documentary, which is uh, fucking heartbreaking and really, really engaging, and an absolute technical fucking miracle, um, and feels like a very, very fitting tribute to a war, which feels and the people in a war that feel like they are now starting to get lost to time. And yeah. this kind of makes them feel real. In in quotes again. Um, it's on iPlayer until Sunday, and I think it should be watched. Just generally. Um, yeah, I was yeah. I, I was really taken with it actually. Good. And uh, yeah, that's it. So we can do some reviews now. Um, cool. What should we start with?
3: I'm happy to let
0: you decide on that one, bud. I'll tell you what, I'm kind of more intrigued to see what you guys think of this. So... uh I wasn't aware that I had offended.
2: Jesus didn't want our suffering. He suffered for us. Mm-hmm. He wants our commitment and our obedience. And what of his creation? The heavens declare the glory of God. God is present everywhere in every plant, every river, every tiny insect. The whole world is a manifestation of his holy presence. I think this is an issue where, where the church can lead, but, but they say nothing. The,
0: the US Congress still denies climate change? Where were we when these people were elected? First Reformed is directed by Paul Schrader and stars uh, Ethan Hawke, uh, Amanda Seyfried and Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, which is amazing. <laughs> um, so Ethan Hawke is Ernst Tollman Toller Toller oh,
3: yeah
0: Toller, um, who is a priest who seems to be having a bit of a crisis of faith. Um, never really says that, but it kind of seems to be where it's where it's going really, um, and he is asked by one of his parishioners, uh, Mary, played by Amanda Seafried, to speak to her husband um, as uh, he is so worried about the, the, the state of the world that he wants his wife to abort their baby. And the pleasant, jolly japes start from there. Yes. Becky, what did you think of First Reformed?
1: I actually... We watched this last night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. Did. Um, I actually like, on reflection, I, it's an odd film when you first come out of it, it? and mm. it just stops, and you're like, "Huh, oh, that happened then." I right. <laughs> <laughs> Um But I, I, on reflection, I really liked it. I really, I really, I, I found it really engaging. It's odd as fuck, but it's, I think it's really good. And the, I think Ethan Hawke um portrays him gradually breaking down quite well um because like you were saying well because obviously there's there's comparisons to taxi driver with it because of the the writer and the
3: but the weird thing is you didn't you didn't make the connection did you when when, when you mentioned to me that it felt it felt I like taxi it was driver by the same you didn't know it was written by the same person at the time, did no. you? so you made that connection without knowing it was written by the same person yeah. Yeah. I was just think that that's interesting because I think a lot of the time you can project things that aren't there onto it, but yeah. you made that connection without knowing that.
1: Well, I think obviously the, the, the obvious comparison is he's looking at the world around him getting gradually more and more
3: disgusted
1: by the state of things mm. and decides to try and take things into his own hands. So, the... I think what really kind of connected with me as odd as it sounds and after the tumultuous day of... of, of political shenanigans that we've had today is the
3: impotent uh, dumb fuckery I think dumb is the, fuckery. Correct, uh, yeah. term.
2: The,
1: the The impotent rage that you feel at watching people systematically ruin something and you can't do anything about it and I, I think maybe it was just I was at a place where I could really relate to that when we watched it And that's, that's a, bit a fucking
0: where great be... way of putting it sorry Becky that's a great <laughs> that is a great turn of phrase sorry
1: The bit where he realises he he can't go and blow up the bad guy because the pregnant lady's there that he actually quite cares about. And he just, he he takes the thing off and he's just like, I I literally can't even do this one futile fucking gesture because I just can't. And it's, yeah, uh, it just really engaged me on a deeper level.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. I really liked it and I will watch it again. Um, Amanda Seyfried's great in it. A gigantic eyes always freak me out, but that's always just going to be a thing. Um, I think she's very good in it. I think the guy, um, it, it, the God, what's he called, Michael, and um, the husband. Yeah. Um, it, it, his little rant, which is is largely sort of muted down so you can hear Toller's thoughts. Yeah. But there's that thing on the computer going round and round with the globe getting redder and redder as oh, the yeah. years. And he's he's going through all this stuff and all this uh, that we've probably got past the point of no return, but it 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 gets across his panic about it and about bringing a child into a world like that in a really short amount of time really well. Mm. I think he I think he's great. That bit that fucking shot where he finds him in the forest though with just no head, mm. that's horrible. Do you think what a shotgun really do that? Like, how would you do that though? Like they're really long.
3: It, they're not all that long though.
1: But the one that was next to him was long.
3: You yeah, yeah. have to really
1: stretch your arms out. Arms are long. Yeah.
0: To be fair, the so, potato yeah. heads' arms are very long, as we discussed earlier, Becky.
1: <laughs> He's a bit concerned about the the length of Mister and Mister Mister and Mrs Potato Heads' arms in the Toy Story for trailer. <laughs> 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 um, But, you know, I I think, yeah, I I think it just, it really made me think. And, like, after the initial shock of it ending, as it does, and I think the the shock of the ending stops you from actually thinking about the film Mm. a little bit, but I've had a whole day to think about it, and, yeah, I I, I actually really, really enjoyed it.
0: Great stuff. Uh, Mark?
3: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I mean... A lot of the same, I think it, it, it's a very, it's an incredibly watchable movie um, in, a, in a sense of, it's not not in the sense of something that's, that's outrightly entertaining, it, it's just, it's a fascinating watch um, and I think it, it's a weird thing that, it, it, it's like people have recently in the past few years sort of discovered Ethan Hawke. It's like, actually, no, he's been quite a captivating actor for 25 years now. You know, it, it's not a new thing. Ethan Hawke, it's just, he's... He's been making really solid choices. But it, but it, it, I think he always yeah. has. It, it's just, he's never been a guy who, he's always been the guy who seemed like he was about to be the next big thing. But it, I don't think he ever wanted to be. I think he always wanted to be a bit of an indie darling. And and he is he is of that. But he's he's segueing brilliantly into these older um older man roles. Mm. Um and and going fantastically into it. I I can I can see your connecting tissue for why you think it feels like Tax Driver. I because I do think that they've, you've got the whole thing of Travis Bickle is mentally ill.
1: But I don't think he's supposed to be hugely stable. That's
3: a fair point. I, I just don't think he's as unstable as as, as that um, there. It's a, but there, there's definite, you can see um, in Trader's writing and the way that this is written that there's definitely a, um, a comparison to it. Um, I think it's crazy the fact that this is the third out of his um, past four movies that we've reviewed on um, on the podcast. We reviewed Canyons.
0: We did Dog Eat Dog, didn't we?
3: Dog Eat Dog. And I did actually, after Dog Eat Dog, watch um, is it Dying, Dying the of light? the Light.
0: Yeah, I watched Dying of um, the Light too. I
3: really enjoyed actually uh, Dying of the Light. It's actually an entertaining movie. Um, but it's meant to look that we've done these, but it is Dog Eat Dog was not very good just not very good outright. Uh, But this is, this feels like a more, I've always thought of Paul Schrader as being a much better writer than he is director, but he really wants to be a director and wants to be an author. He didn't write Doggy Dog, did he? Uh, No, I don't think he did, no. Um, But this, it definitely has that that Schrader-esque feel that you even got from something like, like Canyons, that was definitely there but this has just got a little bit more to it and a little bit more of an interesting story. And you've got a better central performance with, um, with Ethan Hawke is fantastic. And um, I also think Cedric the Entertainer is very, very good in it. And it's, it's mental that it is Cedric the Entertainer. Where the fuck is
1: Cedric the Entertainer? You keep saying this.
3: Have a look. Um, once you look, no, you look at you were like,
1: holy shit.
3: Um, And you know, you forget that man of C3 does these these quite entertaining these quite intriguing films, but it is, it's the it's a guy who is a little bit lost within himself Just getting further lost within himself, but Binding the you know the right the wrong and the right path at the same time it, it's a fascinating piece of work.
1: you kind of get the feeling, don't you, with him that he's, he's already he's already lost at the start. Otherwise, why would he be writing the journal? Yeah, and why would he have? Why he, he keeps alluding to the fact that he can no longer pray? Already, yeah, uh, probably due to the the son, the wife, and the growing loss of faith which again doesn't say out loud but it alludes to and then obviously I guess finding someone with their head blown off in the forest is probably quite a dramatic experience and it seems to just kind of
3: I think at one point he turns around and and mentions the fact that what's the what's the church called Uh...
0: something life yeah what the
3: fuck is it what is it called um, abundant Life. Abundant, abundant. yeah. Abundant life kind of saved him and brought him back from the brink after the death did yeah. gave him the the chance to explore his faith. And then what I think once he starts to realise that it's not a church, it's just a business. Mm. And that it's got a kowtow to these wealthy people who have no interest in it, who are just using it to funnel their... That's right off that they're dirty money yeah. um, through. That, that's when it turns from a bit of frustration to being outright rage. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't seem like a... It doesn't seem like an aggressive person, despite the fact that he does mention that he was in the military.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, But he doesn't seem like an aggressive person. It's a... Uh, what do what you think? I'm fascinated to talk about what you thought.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I think I'm pretty much... Uh, kind of singing from the, f- the same hymn book as such, to be honest. Um, I, I think Hawke is amazing in it and he is getting a bit of Oscar buzz and I think it would be well, well deserved. It's... I love how quiet he is. Um, like how softly spoken he is throughout the whole fucking thing. Even with one of the most brutal chewings out of a potential lover, you'll ever fucking see on film, yeah, like just for how angry he is, but also qu- restrained, like it's fucking like the whole, like I despise you, you make like what is it like I despise you, you make me think of my worst self,
3: yeah, and it's just like. Yeah. Fucking hell! But the, that the, is literally what you turned up me and said at that point, wasn't it Bex? Yeah. Bex literally turned up that point and went, "Fuck!" Like it, fucking it's, hell, that's a takedown. I think I followed it
1: up with sick burn. Sick
3: burn,
0: yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, sick burn. And the the thing is, it kind of seems like he's right as well. She's just like, the, the, and the, the I, I forget, I don't know the actress's name, but she's really good as well. Like, she's just like. She just seems to think that he's gonna come to her for comfort and she knows best and she's gonna make him right again. She's gonna be his savior. I
1: actually, I like her. Like, you kind of get the feeling throughout it that she just wants to look after him and she's worried about him and that she hopes there'll be something else, but mostly she's just worried about him. And then when she says about ringing his doctors, I was like, no you're dead to me now yeah that is such a that's just
0: such an overstep yeah no exactly and it's just right no you're not it's gone from that kind of nice to like almost like sociopathically needy like Mm. just kind of thing and it's it's weird because on the out on the outside, it is just like she she just cares about him, and you know, if you saw this in isolation, like if you watch this without context of anything else that happened in the film, you'd just be like, that guy is horrible. Watching yeah. it with watching it with what you know, it it's still brutal stuff, but you understand where it's coming from. He's very smothering. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. Um I will say the very ending. I'm not entirely sure how much that worked for me. Where it just cuts off. Like just well, just the whole kind of like, what does it actually mean? Does it does it mean that he's kind of found a place? Um. Or does it mean that he's just basically going to set fire to, like, his reputation and his life and whatnot to be with with this widowed woman who he knows but kind of barely knows? And I I, I can't work out what Schrader's into, like thinking of that ending is, which I respect. Um, because it's not because it's bad filmmaking. It's because it, I, I think it could be one of a different uh, of a few different things. But like, I almost kind of thought for a second that like they were gonna like go and blow themselves up together or something. Um, <laughs> and you know, I, I I kind of wonder if there was a part of Schrader who wanted to go for an ending like that, but just couldn't quite see it through. Like it, it the whole film is so. Like claustrophobically nightmarish, and then it ends with that image. And I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's what's do you guys think it meant?
3: I'm not sure I know what it means. I I, I, I do feel a little bit like Schrader didn't quite know how to end it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I said to it's like he's got all these plates spinning, and then what he's done is he's gone. Uh, I, I, fuck, I don't know what to do now. Look over here. And you've looked over there and you've gone, what? Ha, what? wait, what no, happened to all those plates? What plates? Like, you just fucking tied them up. That's bullshit. It was a little bit like that. I'm fine with it. It doesn't have to have a neat packaged ending. But I'm just not sure it worked.
1: I don't know. I think, like for me and I might be reading too much into it but for me part of the reason why he goes so far down the road that he goes down is that he's got all these feelings of despair about what things he can't do anything about and things he can't change and he's got nobody to connect with and discuss them with and he doesn't really have any meaningful relationships in his life does he He has like the the pastor at the other church, who's basically his boss, I, I, I get and that. then this needy woman that he just doesn't want to be fucking. he don't want to be around her. He don't her. He yeah. want to be fucking. Um, and then he, he he has this connection with Mary, and but I think he kind of thinks that she's just leaning on him because she just lost her husband. I and see then- that. Getting that kind of human connection back, you know.
3: How, do, how does the how does the conversation it. go when 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 you know the things move on from that kiss and he goes, Ooh, it should be two seconds. I just need to remove the barbed wire from my torso." I think
1: she'd
3: get it. I think. Did you think she'd be like, "By the way, I'm cool with this shit"?
1: Yeah, I think she'd be like, "Do you know what? I understand where you're coming from. Mm. She seems quite a she seems quite a cool person. You know, she was." She wasn't even. She didn't even seem really that faced by her husband blowing her head his head off.
0: No, she like she almost expected it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she, she thought it was coming.
1: Yeah. yeah. So like, she might look at it the, the barbed wire and go, I don't, "Do I really want to get into this sort of thing again?" But I think. Uh, yeah, I think she's down.
3: Uh, so you're saying that she's one of those? She's a chaser of broken men.
1: Maybe she's fixing them because the other one killed himself.
3: She don't fix them well.
1: But maybe this one can be fixed. Ow! Ugh. so that meditation scene was weird though right
0: I quite enjoyed that,
1: <laughs> Not that I didn't enjoy it it just felt of, like, like Paul Schrader needed a day off and like his assistant director took over and just went right we're gonna do some really weird <laughs> yeah, shit we're
3: gonna do some mad shit right now <laughs>
1: um, and we're, then snuck
2: it in. so
3: we, we need to green screen this we need to what
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, no. I mean, it just it's um, it's very well uh, well written. It's well enough directed. Performances are cracking. Yeah, I. It just it it feels like Paul Traders back, which is weird. It, do, it does. It, 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 it,
3: it, which is weird because he hasn't he hasn't been around for a long, long time now. I mean, he's been around. But in, in not in the way you want him to be around.
0: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. He's been
0: around he's... like a fart in an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> he has. He has. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, he's
3: been around like the guy who's pissed himself at a pie.
1: Oh, full fault <laughs>
3: um, But, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a, a return of form. Uh, you know he's going to make something else, so it's going to be interesting to see if he can continue this... Mm. Um, kind of form for for his next film. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not shit on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Uh, audience vote, definitely not shit. Ninety percent. Nice. Yeah. touching cloth of ten percent.
1: Understand that. The thing is, it's 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 odd enough that I can see why people wouldn't get on with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I. You know, I don't think you're going to get a casual film watcher watching this and going, yeah, I had a good time. It's a challenging piece of work, and it's it's quite slow. Um, But I think it uses all its time wisely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. Um, Okay, great. Uh, So, let's move on then.
2: Harry Rawlings. He never messed with me. I never messed with him. Me
0: in different games.
2: I always have respect. So why do you hear me now? Oh, I know why. Thinks you're setting your sights on something. you are you getting sloppy? This is Rawlings. I'm Jack Mulligan. I had the privilege of working with your husband a couple of times. He was a wonderful man. I'm so sorry for your loss. If there's
0: anything I can do, please don't hesitate to ask. I'm not a hard man to find. And God bless you. Steve McQueen's Widows um, starring um, Viola Davis Elizabeth Debicki Michelle Rodriguez Cynthia rivo, Colin Farrell and that bastard Liam Neeson <laughs> uh, so um, Widows is the story of uh, some widows of some men who are killed in a robbery gone wrong, including John Burnfootal, who literally must have been like, Steve McQueen wants me in this film. I'm in one scene for about a minute. Sold.
3: That was yeah, weird. a little bit like that. It's very, which is very similar to his role in a lot of ways in... Is it Baby Driver?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's not in that much either, is he? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just that was so weird. Like I thought he was going to be in flashbacks or something, and it's just like, nope, nope. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Basically, it's, things gone wrong. Oh. Uh. Brian Tyree Henry and da- Daniel Kaluuya are in it as well. I really shouldn't forget them. Um. So, through a confluence of circumstances. Uh, the widows uh, have to try and get some money for a local. It kind of seems like a mob boss guy who's trying to become legit,
3: or like a local he, cro- gang boss. I think he's a local gang boss who's maybe not trying to go legit. He's just trying to, to seem move legit up the level. Yeah. I think he's trying-
1: it though because he, no, he, he when he, he says he, he, to Milo Davis about the money, he's like that was my ticket out.
3: Yeah, but that's his ticket out. He literally wants to go, he wants to get into rather than it being a gang crime, he wants to get into just regular fucking
1: yeah, white bribes and, legit crime.
3: Legit crime. Yeah. Not legit crime. But it is Not a, legit.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's just
3: yeah,
0: ignored. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, there we go, and um, the, 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 the kind of the gang lord is uh, played by Brian Tyree Henry, and his brother I believe is uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who is yes. fucking terrifying in this film Um, I thought he was properly scary, and that man has some range, and I respect him more and more, and I'm now very glad he got an Oscar nomination for Get Out because it kind of feels like he's going to do some interesting shit with that. Um, so, Mark, what do you think of Widows? Well,
3: this is very much up my street and very much in my my wheelhouse uh, for, for the type of film it is. I like these, like, crying, you know, nasty, seedy parts of, of, of places, films. And, you know, it's, it's set in Chicago and Chicago has a very you know, it's made very aware that Chicago's a very big crime and corruption problem. Um, And it's a hell of a cast. I've always liked liked everything Steve McQueen's done so far. Um, And, of course, Gillian Flynn wrote Gongo, which is magnificent. Um, uh, And I really, really, really enjoyed it. But it it just missed something for me for some reason. And the thing is, it's a very, very, very good film. But I think it it wasn't quite nasty enough for me. Really? Yeah. It wasn't quite nasty enough for me.
1: The bit where he's getting those poor boys to rap and then he just shoots one of them.
3: That's not nasty enough for me, yeah. That was pretty fucking rough, Mark. It was, yeah. What's his face today? The thing is, everything with Daniel Kalua in it, is nasty enough.
1: that he's supposed to be the nasty
3: arm of Did so I wanted more of Daniel Kahlua because like Ian says, Daniel Kahlua is terrifying in this. The wonder of when um he the um the guy in the wheelchair that he, he tips out. That's and he's, horrible. And he's that's stabbing nothing Yeah. Oh but, that's horrible. But the fact there's a Didn't there's like a, a magnificent moment in that, and I don't know whether it's whether it's Daniel Kaluuya's done it, or it's a direction of Steve McQueen, which everyone's called, it's a brilliant idea. The fact that he's trying to crawl down the the bowling alley lid and Daniel Kaluuya just lays down in front of him, is it's a really nice menacing shot, yeah. as fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, it is. It's not Daniel Kaluuya's character isn't doing this to get the information out of it. He's doing it because he just enjoys being a fucking prick.
0: Yeah,
1: stabbing him in the legs. So
3: just to like- see if he's what is it? You really can't feel this, can you? It's like. No, but he's still gonna go fucking septic and have to get it stitched up, you prick. <laughs> um, there's, so there's, there's that. I, I, I do like the the whole um, the whole element of the fact is that you've got the the three arms of of, of crime. You've got the the low end gang related crime of um, Brian Brantary Henry and um, Daniel Kalua. And then you've got like the four levels of it you've got the 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 as the, the low end hustling of like Jackie Weaver and Elizabeth Nikki's character there and then you've got the more organized crime element of of what liam Neeson's getting up to in his gang and then you've got like you said the the fucking the blue collar crime um of you know robert duval and, and those guys Michael. who are, who were just White collar, yeah who were just very um very brazen about it. And that's the amazing thing, is how brazen it all is. It just, it's just known that these guys are just corrupt. It's just how quickly can they get away with it? Uh, and I thought that was... It's it's a really good piece. And we often say, or I often say it on the podcast, um, that, that, that things are too long. And there's 15 minutes too much in movies. I could I quite easily watch another half an hour of this. And I think it would have, it would have benefited the movie. Yeah. Um, if If there was more if there was more there to it, um, the acting's fantastic. And, um, I, I, I really like Daniel Kaluuya in it. I thought, um, Val Davis was fantastic, but saying Val Davis is fantastic. is like, saying water's wet. <laughs> um, th- th- there's that, uh, I thought, um, stole the show for me was, uh, a little bit She was really
1: good. I, yeah. I, I think
3: she's fantastic. Yeah, she's, I, I, I mean, she's, she's magnificent. Um, and the, the fact that she so easily kind of falls into this life and can kind of just take it on with such a, a swagger to herself. Oh, that
0: fucking scene where she's buying, where she buys the guns.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so good.
3: She, she doesn't. She doesn't panic or anything like that. She just. She knows how to do it. And the, the, the fact that Michelle Rodriguez is clearly struggling, and she just goes, "Just give me it here, and I'll sort it out." <laughs> I know a guy, and it's like she literally does know a guy. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's all. It's. I, I think part of it is I was expecting something ever so slightly different, and I didn't quite get it. And it's not the film's fault. It's my fault for expecting something else that I didn't get. think'm re rewatch, I'll go. No, no. This this is exactly what it is, and, and maybe it's it, it, I, I just expected something different.
0: You need to understand that you are the asshole, Mark.
3: Oh, I I, I understand that pretty much ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, mm. <laughs> um, I, I I am fully aware that. My issues with this film are me, not the film.
0: I mean, Becky, what do you think?
3: Becky has literally just got the bathroom. Um, Oh, never mind. (laughs) There's a a great moment where a woman runs incredibly quick. Mm. Like, really quick. That made me actually in my seat go, fucking hell. (laughs) Uh, so, So what do you think, Ian?
0: Yeah, I mean, I... I really, really liked it. I agree that I, 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 there's not quite a knockout punch for me. Um, and I I think that might come down to Viola Davis's character, not not the performance. I want to say, and I, I like literally her whole arc is paid off in the final shot of the film, and I don't think that was enough. I mean, it's a great last shot but it's like she's a bit of an asshole throughout the entire thing and she never yeah. really gives any hints of caring about anyone at all and then it's a big it's kind of like a big reveal at the end that actually she did care and yeah. it i it'd be interesting to rewatch it to kind of see signs but i I'm a little unsure whether they'd actually be there or not. And like I say, I think she's very good and there are great moments. Um, But yeah, I, it's weird that this is a film with a strong black woman in the the central lead role. And it's not just, it's not just us who have done this. I've I've seen it from quite a few other like sources as well the standouts seem to be the white woman who's to the side of her and the the black man who's
3: the bad guy. But I think part of that, though, and I can see your point on that, I think part of that is, like you say, it, it's not news, Viola Davis has been fantastic. No. You kind of mm. you kind of look at it and you go, well, oh, we know Viola Davis is is fantastic and she's, she's great in it and she... She's, her, her the way that she can switch emotions is, is great, and you know one of the standout scenes is when she figures out that Liam Neeson's behind that door, and you look at it
1: going, open the door,
3: open the door, open the door, open the door, open the door, and she doesn't, and it, it, it majority of movies would open the door,
2: mm.
3: and then you get the the scene of it... there's a cinematic. Um, piece to it we get the scene of him appearing and it's like and he thinks of it as this big surprise it's like no we knew she fucking knew as well dickhead you're not the mastermind on this she is
2: Mm.
3: uh and that's she get to get the one up on him she get get back at him you know which i think is really
1: fucking happened when she killed him as
3: well i was yeah I a think fucking bastard there is that to it and it is I think it, what we've got you know nobody's mentioning Robert Duval. Robert Duval's very good in it as well as, as just a shouty cantankerous old man who's losing it a little bit <laughs> he's a piece of shit Yeah. but it, essentially he he is you know because I've seen a few things that said he's a bit too OTT and everything like that it's like really Really? Have you seen who's president, and you think he's or TT in this, <laughs> An unrealistic and a caricature? Mm-hmm. Have you seen who's president?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, Becky, I asked you—you'd gone to the toilet. What did you think?
1: I didn't go to the toilet. I took Isabella a charger. Don't you be casting aspersions on that. but well, you
3: use the bathroom yeah. occasionally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Very. I mean, very similar. It's it. It is a really good film tonally it's a bit odd at times um i feel like there's there's points in it where they're having a nice rational civilized conversation between them the the women and then all of a sudden everyone's shouting and it's like well that that escalated quickly um so there's there's a few odd bits and and like mark said it, it does it does feel a little bit like it could have done more with its time it it seems to skim over a lot of stuff and I think partially because it's it's obviously like it's kind of a heist movie type thing but there's no traditionally you get the planning process and that's all done for them so it all just kind of it feels a little bit like there's not a lot to it really they find a notebook they do a thing but it's it's what Obviously, the other stuff that goes on around that is is what makes it good. But plot wise, I don't think it's hugely strong.
3: I think I think it, it, it tricks you into thinking that it, it's a heist movie, and it's not. It's actually kind of a political drama. Yeah, yeah. I think that is the the interesting fact of it. Um, mm. Like you said, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of actual heist within it. No, um, and it it, it can is it's framing it as saying, look, the, the planning is ninety percent of it, and the execution is is a smaller part of it. Um,
1: I feel like in, in most heist movies something goes wrong and then they have to like pivot
3: they, they do have a pivot Daniel Kaluuya fucking steals the what is it and then they just go fuck it where should I fucking drive a car at the back of them? oh yeah um, and that, it's... oh my
1: god that was brutal as well I forgot about that I, I, I
3: really was... like that shot as
0: well sorry to interrupt just like when he's listening to his brother's political speech and you see the headlights in the background
3: just yeah. mean, yeah. up, me that. that was brilliant and it's a long shot as well yeah yeah you can see the age and you're thinking there's somebody in that car Who's in that car? Who's in the car? And then it's them. You're like, oh, well played. Well played, well ladies. Played, ladies. <laughs> it is that. And it, it, it's just, but it, it is that. It's it, it's that, um, they're, they're thinking on their feet.
2: Mm. You
3: know, it's not, and that's what works, is that every problem that comes up, they're just like, that's okay. it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this.
1: And it, it works real. Another bit that, I, that, that sorry, I, I've just remembered now after I was looking at the screen and saw the Cynthia Ariel thing. That bit where she's running. Yeah. What
3: the fuck's that I she's that. that way upstairs, yes. She,
1: she's quickly in the She is I could watch. I could just watch two hours of her fucking running. <laughs> that was amazing.
3: Oh, when she tried machine. to
1: catch
0: the bus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man.
1: What fucking good is that bit. It's probably my favourite bit of the movie, I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
3: She runs very, very
0: quick. Oh. I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean it just and I will say as well, I thought Michelle Rodriguez was rather shortchanged. Like she gets yeah. nothing to do in this fucking film. Well she
1: does, and then Elizabeth Debicki takes it off her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I it, but, go on.
3: There's an element of that of of Michelle Rodriguez constantly always plays the the badass in things. That maybe she wanted to play the more wholesome—the mum who owns a dress shop. That, where she's Mexican. There's a lot of quinceañeras around that region, isn't there?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know where it's set. Chicago. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. It's it's a it's a classy looking dress shop she's got going on, isn't
3: it? it? It literally is. So.
1: Well, yeah. For quinceañeras. yeah. Um. <laughs> but
3: it's quinceañeras odd. It's here. odd seeing
1: her do that. It's like she's it feels really out of character for her and she doesn't seem comfortable doing it. Do you know what I mean?
3: Mm. Yes. Doesn't suit her. No.
0: Yeah.
3: However, I... the Nikki, it did suit her being a badass.
0: Yeah. She
1: she used what she had well.
3: Yes, she did. She's a striking woman, isn't she? She
1: is. She's so
3: fucking tall. 6'2".
1: Is she really? She is really 6'2", yeah. That bit where she gives—is it Viola Davis that she gives a hug? And I just went over and whispered to you, "That lady's really <laughs> <laughs> tall." Very tall. <laughs> I
0: d- yeah, I don't know. It just it it kind of slightly seems like a big prestige film that's going to somewhat come and go. Yeah,
3: yeah it, it does feel a little bit, a little bit like that, which is a shame because it, it is a really. I'd, I think a little bit. I think the marketing hasn't helped it.
1: I think you'd probably agree it's not
3: It's not the movie you were expecting. It's not, not that, what that, you
1: were expecting.
3: It, no, it's not. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's not the movie I was expecting. Mm. Because the because the marketing and everything like that makes it out to be a heist movie. All right,
1: let me rephrase that. Like and then.
3: then when you get there, you realise it's, it's not really a, a it's not the heist movie it's telling you it is. It's a mm. it's different. So
1: let me rephrase. It's not, not as good as you thought it was going to be. It's not the movie that you thought it was going to be, but you were really looking forward to that movie.
3: Yes, I was really yeah. looking forward to that movie.
1: That's like, what I mean. I'm
3: always really looking forward to that movie. What is mental is the fact that none of us have mentioned Colin Farrell yet, and he's a central character, in it.
1: he? doesn't do much apart from just being a bit of a skeez. Does it, it, it,
3: it does seem like if you could... It, 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 if during Minority Report... You were to pause it and go, right, in like 17 years time, this guy's gonna be in like a a heisty political, what is it? Who's he gonna play it? You'd pick that character. Yeah. It literally feels like the most Colin Farrelly character. Yeah. Out he, there. Yeah, it's very Colin
1: Farrelly.
3: But he's good in it. Yeah, he is, yeah. But he's just very Colin Farrelly.
1: Yeah. I don't like his wife. In in the movie, like not in real life, I don't even know if he's married.
3: But I don't know if it's his wife, is it?
1: I think it is supposed to be his wife,
3: yeah. that part, I don't know if it's supposed to be wife. I quite liked her, the ginger one. Yeah. The redhead, I quite liked her.
1: He wants to get out of it because he do not think it's right And then she fucking
3: chooses it. <laughs> Great scene. Love that scene. The fact that they're talking in the car, but you don't see it. You just see the car. Yeah. Oh, that was... I I, I was I would. I would just watching it going... This is brilliant.
1: We were, were you digging her sort of power behind the throne stick? Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I I loved her Lady of Beth ideas. Yeah. yeah. It was that was great. She's just fucking chewing on basically saying, fucking man the fuck up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that that was brilliant. His fucking yeah. like ran and then and then her just chewing him out. That was very good.
3: Yeah, I I thought that was fantastic. Um, and the fact that that later on Robert Duval basically just Dismisses her as being just this thing that is what is it? Because they're on paperweight, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. She just gives this wry smile, like, fuck you, I control him even after you die. I'm still going to be there. I could do with more of her. I want to spin off the I thought
1: she was good. I didn't like her.
3: I did. I I did. You you did like her for all the reasons. Great. I, I I did oh, enjoy
0: that Colin Farrell's uh, character kind of got a, a, an unhappy ending by being voted mayor as well, or whatever it was.
3: Uh, Alderman,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I thought <laughs> I, I,
3: he didn't want it at all. Did he, he didn't
0: want it at all, and it was like it, the death of his dad, who he didn't like, was the sympathy vote that basically got him elected. I don't know. That just yeah. that was funny.
3: Yeah, I, I, and the fact that. Another key point of it is, do you know what? The more it's moving, the more I fucking like it, actually, and the more I'm actually thinking that actually it is a little bit nasty than I think I thought it was. The fact that Colin Farrell's character is being essentially accused of um, embezzling this $5 million, and then fucking Duval fucking comes out and goes, You're not taking my money. And it's like, Alright, so it's you who's embezzled it through your fucking son. (laughs) God, you're you are a prick. I, I put some shoots in the face.
1: That was another quite good development actually, as well. When when Colin Farrell goes up on a big rant at him, and he basically responds with, I can't remember exactly that wording, but the sentiment is, "Are you fucking done? You're <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Wait, calm yourself down, and then we'll have a
3: we'll have another talk." Yeah. I
1: think he actually tells him to put his toys back in the pram. He does, he? Yeah. yeah. Put
3: your toys up and put them back in the pram.
1: Yeah. Love that. Tell
3: your paperwork to to ring up Hillman. <laughs> Tell him he's back in. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: and then just basically gets up. Yeah. But then th- th- there's a great bit of, he, he, of when he goes back by countervile to there. he goes, who are you? And points at her, and she says who he is, and he's like, oh, right, and Colin Farrell comes out and says, oh, I can't see you right now, and he goes, no, you can't, she's head of the teachers' union.
0: <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the fact that Robert Duval he's both, like, kind of, like, definitely past his prime, but also... Like has authority. It's it was an interesting character. I mean, even though fair play, he does look old.
3: He does. I mean, he is. <laughs> he's wow old is Robert Duvall now. He is eighty seven. I still think I still think Robert Duvall. Yeah, amazingly, I still think he's a very underrated actor. <laughs> I don't think he gets talked about anywhere near enough. And what has he won two Oscars. Hello. No, I lost him. You You haven't lost me. I just went for a delightful pee. alright right. Sorry. Sorry about
0: that. If
3: Uh, the if if the if the mic
0: if the mic suddenly mutes, but I don't drop, I've probably gone to the toilet. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, carry it uh, with my MacBook in one hand as well, which is a fucking dangerous proposition, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I managed to pull it off. You know, it's all good.
3: Yeah, I, I, do, I, I do wonder if, there's a, if there is a director's cut of this that is another 25 minutes longer. I'd have a crack at that. I would happily have a. If this movie. If, if, yeah if this movie came out on uh, iTunes and you could buy this version or you could buy a version 40 minutes longer, I'd buy the 40 minutes long one. I, yeah, could, I could absolutely spend another 40 minutes in that world.
1: Definitely, yeah. And, and, and I do feel like the, the only thing, it's a very, very enjoyable movie. It's a very good movie. I, I feel like it could be better fleshed
0: out. Mm. It, I could I could have definitely done with more arrivo and more Rodriguez. Yes. It it like the it kind of feels like her character is fully her arc is fully played out from start to finish. It feels like Davis is as well, but those two that I don't know, there does feel like there is
3: just something it missing comes. there. More there, certainly, yeah. So I, I'm definitely not sure on it. Oh yeah. Okay. Starting to like, oh, right. Okay. Widows or Windows, as I accidentally put it on the pole. You dumbass. Yeah, I am a dumbass on that one. My bad on that one. Um Definitely not shit, 100%. Woo. I, Fucking I, I, I hell. ever had that?
0: No, I don't think we have. How many votes? Fair few, to speak,
3: uh, actually. 12 votes, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, damn, you didn't see that one, did you?
1: <laughs> he was too busy mocking you.
3: Yeah, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, lad, Bex. I had a small victory there. A small little victory. Against
1: Dan, who doesn't listen anywhere, and then you took it away from me. He made a funny. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, I think we're pretty much covered with those, have we? Yes. I've been, right, so we've got a couple of questions.
0: He's peeing again. Are you
1: peeing again, Ian?
0: No. <laughs> just
1: quiet, just reflecting.
0: I'm, I'm just listening to you two. <laughs>
1: Right, I've, been, I've had a very busy day at work. I've been absolutely racking my brains on two of these questions. And honestly, I I can't give an answer to these. Which
3: one? Which one what are my questions?
1: Um, okay. so well, the first
3: one, first I can't
1: one. see these. Okay. So we'll do the ones I can't answer first, and you can answer them, and I'll have to think about it and answer them next week. Um, so Thomas Deja at Nocturn Tom Deja. Um, you can assign one director to direct... Uh, you can di- assign one director to the next entry in one franchise. Who do you choose to direct what and why? Uh,
3: Catherine Beagle of Bond.
2: Mm. Oh, that's a good nice. shout.
3: I think it's about time uh, we have got a female director for, for Bond. I think it would be a good slant to go on it. Uh, I think it would be a good slant to introduce a, whoever the new Bond is going to be. Um, I don't think it's because it's it's nice to get a female voice on it. I don't think Catherine Beagle would appreciate being referred to as being a female director. She's just a very good director and she makes great action films and she makes she's been one of the greatest action films of all time. Um what? Point break. Um and I think it's a world she could she could really add just a great eye and a great voice to. Very good.
0: Ian? I want David Cronenberg to do a Silent Hill film I'll never watch
1: ooh oh fucking hell nice yeah oh
3: god I, yeah
1: I watched the show that we've seeing at the cinema like five times
3: yeah oh fucking I I want that movie
1: is he friends with Vin Diesel Well,
3: I don't know he could be Zim Zim Vin mate <laughs> Finn. Finn. Finn, <laughs> Finn, <laughs> If you know David Cronenberg, could you just suggest that you could even produce it
1: yeah you could I mean you... he could
3: be pyramid head
1: you could be, be, be pyramid head oh my god
3: there you go baby
1: excellent right when that gets announced we're taking credit yeah um okay so
3: we'll just take co-produce we don't <laughs> need executive. <anything. laughs>
1: So, Rick Kidd at Rick J Kidd, hello again. Um, a lot of great performances in Widows with Daniel Kaluuya looking like he's having a ball in his role, which, alas, will probably get forgotten. So, who have been the great sidekick, slash henchmen, slash henchwomen roles, slash performances, which don't get the credit they deserve? Oh, that's a
3: good
1: question, that. I have mean, been fucking racking my brains on this all day, and I, couldn't, I, I haven't been able to give it enough thought. Oh,
3: that's a good question, that.
1: it's a really good question. Any thoughts, Ian? <clears throat> I
0: haven't Answering these questions either, so I'm,
3: uh. Oh, there's, there's, there's some really obvious answers to this that I can't think of.
0: It's just ones that don't get the attention they deserve. Justin Long, Die Hard 4.
1: Fair enough.
3: I'm going to come back to this unless we were you because I actually really like this question yeah it's good isn't
1: it yeah okay and then the last question Steve Dixon at The Great SD if you had to build and run your own cinema what would you do what type of films would you show and what rules would you enforce etc keep up the good work with the shows always a good listen thank you very much
0: um films that make money and the only rule would be no sex in the champagne room <laughs> <laughs>
1: um again i would i'd I'd probably show the same kind of films that every cinema shows wouldn't be like elitist but there would be a fucking hard and fast rule against talking eating using your phone rustling bags or any of that shit in the screenings they would be policed and anybody that broke the rules would be thrown out and banned i fucking hate talking in the cinema Fucking hate it when you're all involved in like watching the film, and then a light flashes up because someone's turned their phone over. Next year, fucking hate the bad behaviour that you get in cinemas nowadays. So it would just be, it'd be like a fucking police state.
3: I, 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 I wouldn't go down the what is that? I, I would run an arsehole cinema, just a cinema for just a cinema for people who think they're better than everybody else. Just outright fucking pricks. It'd just show retro screenings and um, fucking just just like stuff that you go that that, that not that many people are going to go and see but I want to watch all that but I'm also sure just shit I like so there'd be like Scream 3 and just be like just mad shit I'd be on <laughs> just that one Arnie movie that you like just, just
1: sabotage no yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> sabotage once a week <laughs> sabotage Tuesdays <laughs> where literally it is just that rolling you can just fucking buy your ticket and just go whenever you want, and it's just fucking, it just, it just keeps going, yeah, over and over again, over yeah. And over again. And the fucking doors are open, to so the doors fucking close. Sabotage Tuesdays, right? And have like fucking Paulie Shaw weekends. It'd, it'd be mental. It'd be a fucking weird cinema, but it, it would be, yeah. Rules of no phones, and what happens is you get taken out, and you get chastised in front of people that are queuing. I like the idea of these. Oh, and and. What? What point you fucking? I have a point at? My finger at you, right? I used to see the cinema the other week, right? I've been going to the cinema since I was like six. I've been going to the cinema a lot. Who did you used to
1: go with? Cinema? Since
3: a lot on my own.
1: Yeah.
3: A lot, you know, between the ages of like eleven and like fifteen, a shitload on my own. A mm. couple of times a week, right? Now, mobile phones only came into prominence, what, 10 oh, I years ago?
1: hate this, don't you? This absolutely So, 10 years mobile.
3: ago, right, mobile phones came into prominence. <laughs> and only recently, I would say four or five years ago, have you been able to use a torch with relative ease on your phone? At no point, right, did I ever see, before that, somebody bring a fucking flashlight. How did they find a Fuck! It's the fucking alphabet. How did they find
2: them?
3: There's a picture of where you go outside. You look at it and you go, oh, it's four rows down and yeah, and I see it's there. You don't go in and start waving your fucking phone around and going, is that cute? Is it cute? That's oh, I think that's oh. I'll get my phone out as well and we'll both wave our phones around look to see if that's cute or oh. Um, go I'm, I'm, I'm
0: going gonna, gonna to disagree with this because twice in the last three months I've sat in completely the wrong row and then add someone come and sit in the seat and say, that's my seat. Me say, no, it's not. They go, L, blah. And I go, no, M, blah. And they're like, no, L. And then I'm the asshole. So I'm going to say, pointing your phone down at the letters in the row before the film starts, I'm okay with it.
3: I'm not. Yeah,
1: every every time we go to the cinema really and I get this rant.
3: I'm not I, I can cut with people looking at their phones and everything before the BBC title card comes on and cut all that.
1: Oh, during the trailers.
3: Yeah, that's sure. fine. That's fine. Like, it isn't? Yeah, I I'm fine with that. It doesn't it, it annoys me but I will accept it. Putting a torch on the cinema, no I will not accept.
1: What about if they're just using like the light up on the normal screen?
3: So what? Yeah. No, I'm not like that either. No. So do you know what I would instill there? And it part is of, part of your ticket will will we'll, we'll, we'll entering a contract with, with my cinema that states we're allowed to do this, I have somebody in the projection booth with a paintball gun.
1: Why do you just have little lights over the letters on the side of the seats that go off and the lights go down?
3: Yeah, so that's fine. I'd do that as well. But I'd also have a guy in there with a paintball gun. And if people talk, use their phone or anything like that, they get shot with a paintball. Yes, yeah, sounds fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's Um, it. We've got any other questions? Yeah. That's it. I
0: forgot I was hosting. Sorry. Um, (laughs) So, that's it for another marvellous episode of Dude and the Monkey. And uh, thank you very much to Becky and Mark as always. Thank you, Roger.
1: Thank you.
0: And um, brutally, I don't think we're doing Suspiria next week. What? I thought you said it wasn't showing in York.
3: Oh it's not showing in York, don't we? So we're not fucking seeing it.
0: Oh right. Fine oh great, alright. Oh brilliant, alright.
3: Yeah, fuck it, you know, it, it, it's what it's one of those where if I don't see it at the cinema, I'm gonna regret not seeing it at the cinema, even if I don't like it. Absolutely. i still going in the cinema, and you'll
1: be like, "Do I not like it because I've not had it as part of the cinema experience?" That's
3: it. So you know, it, it's it's one of those things. It's it's not that far to travel up to Leeds to watch it. So fuck it, we'll just go to Leeds and watch it.
1: Mark oh. said that I have to drive to, go to Leeds though because he thinks the loop will make him too angry. Oh, it's a
3: fucking horrible place to drive, and literally, uh, if, I, if I in the car, <laughs> honestly,
1: angry, just thinking about it. have <laughs> <laughs>
3: if, if I. Can, Anyway, I, I know that I become insufferable.
1: Yeah, you are
3: a tit. And I'm a dick. And yeah. I, I, I said to Becky, I, I don't want to shout at you. So you can, what is it? I'll drive. You can drive.
0: Fair enough. Oh, no, great. Um, I am literally going to finish work tomorrow afternoon and just walk to the cinema.
1: All right, Ian, with your fucking fancy city cinemas.
0: It's very lucky. It's very it's lucky. lucky.
1: It showed in York at the city screen on
3: Tuesday
0: night. Why didn't they f- fucking put the word out? No idea. Shit. Update. Uh, literally... It's playing one screen in Cardiff. And I'm pretty sure it's the smallest screen in this, in our cinema world. Because uh, I have don't think I've been in this screen since I saw... Scott Pilgrim versus the world for the third time like <laughs> just before it left cinemas so it's screen wow. one in the Cineworld, world and it's fucking tiny and there's only two showings a day and I almost get the feeling that movie when they negotiated the terms were like yeah if it doesn't do anything over the weekend feel free to pull it the rest of the week you know it it kind of I, I can't believe that they actually got Cineworld playing this film based on, like, the word about it. Um,
3: I feel but, like
1: there's been quite a quite buzz about it, though. Like I'm really I'm really shocked that not one of the three cinemas that we've got in York is playing it. I'm very shocked
3: that not one of the three cinemas in York is not playing
1: it. Especially, I mean, especially City Screen. Mm. I mean, the people that run it aren't exactly fingers on the pulse, are they? But... I don't know. It just seems like their kind of customers would like that.
3: It, it, it will end up being at free, but it's been a couple of weeks
1: now. That's just fucking stupid. But I'm just saying that's
2: what it'll
0: that, be. That's the thing. It's like the uh, the art the art house in Cardiff chapter. They've got it from next Friday, um, mm. and yeah, even though like the movie Go app only lets you do it for like the one week. So if I wanted to go and see it there with movie Go. I wouldn't be able to because it, it, it's not playing like I'd have to go to Bristol um, which is shit but hey it's playing the Cineworld so that's alright um, it is worth saying if any views in the country are seeing it you'd be able to use Mubi Go to see it this weekend for free um, which is nice of them uh, but yeah we'll see good luck to Mubi it's their largest release ever and we'll see how it plays out and um, I'm worried, I'm nervous like the prospect of it being two and a half fucking hours long is really making yeah. me nervous about it to be honest but we'll, we'll see what happens so yeah, we'll do Suspiria I think we're going to do Ballad of Buster Scruggs yes. um, we'll talk about Other Side of the Window and They'll Love Me When I'm Dead, are we doing Outlaw King?
3: Yeah,
0: I I do not like it. Bumper, bumper, bumper. I don't
1: know okay. how
0: bother Bob is about the story of Bob at the Brew. He's supposed to be very good. Yeah. Okay, well, I shit. mean, we we can do it in what we want, just no, no bother. We've got enough stuff to talk about in the main review, so.
1: Dumb right. You watch it. Any- you don't
0: tell me what to do, bitch. Oh no, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um,. Those those two are going to go for a drink. Um, I'm going to clean the hamster yep. out.
1: Nice.
0: And then I think I'm probably going to play some Drunken Mario Kart online. Nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you want that- to crack out Lottie's
1: Pikachu game and get get that played before you give her it to Christmas?
3: But very quickly then, before we go, uh, i take say you guys talked about Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. fucking can't wait. I am so up for that film the moment when he jumps at the mime and hits the imaginary window, I fucking howled
0: Donna was I, very, very, very very pleased with that moment, yeah
3: I, I howled so hard I watched it on my phone in the car while I waited for Becky car to work, that I nearly went and showed it to some random people so that I could show them how funny it was
1: you're a strange
3: boy yes
1: So
0: now on that note Oh, no indeed Uh, All I've got to say is Pika Pika
1: Pika Pika
2: Love me, love me, love me Say you do Let me fly Itself like a leaf clings to a tree.